Hi, friends. This is Rob Saunders. Thank you for joining me again. Our topic is escaping the hamster wheel. Well, I mean, I really hadn't met anybody this whole last month that didn't think they were on the hamster wheel. So let's start off with a question. Why are you on the hamster wheel? That's what we often ask. So does money mean happiness? Now, will you please answer that question for me, friend, listening to my voice? Does money mean happiness to you? Well, I've got two thoughts for you. One, of course you think so, or why else would you be on the hamster wheel? So I've changed the name to the golden hamster wheel because we think that the hamster wheel will get us to where we want to go will get us the money we need. If we're honest with ourselves, let's ask this question. Do you think the more money you have, we've been we're saying this, the happier you'll be? Well, my answer to that is rather unique, which is when I hear people say, well, more money won't make you happy, my first thought is, well, let me find out for myself. Why don't you give me some money? And I'll tell you if it's making me happier. I never will forget one time my father got so upset with me, and I said, Dad, what would you do if you had a million dollars? Now, maybe one of the reasons he got upset was he had, <laughs> he had more than that, but I was too young to know. You know, I was probably 10 or 11. Dad, what would you do if you had a million bucks? And Dad scowled and looked at me, and he said, well, why don't you give me a million, and I'll show you. Well, that's a good answer, too. But another answer is I'd like to find out for myself. And so many times in my life when having excess money certainly made me a blessing to others. And I always say the money is for your good, but always also for his glory. So it was for my good. And if we understand it's his money, then we don't have any problem with the question, does money make you happy? Because you're using his money to make others happy, to make yourself uh, helped, your family, sending kids to college, whatever. That's That was our first question, does money mean happiness? Well, the world's financial system wants us to think so, why else would they want you working 20 hours a day? Now, you hear these stories in Wall Street where people get their own cot or their own bed at the office. Surely you hear that. I tell you how the extent of the hamster wheel, the speed of it, becomes. I read an article where these young guys that are living at the office, so to speak, literally started taking ice baths in ice, got in a tub and had the ice poured all over them, covered their bodies because it would give them two hours more worth of intensity. Now, can you imagine that? I wonder what else it's doing to their health. An ice bath so I can get another hour and a half or two hours of intensity out of a day. It's a good thing they're 22 or 3 or 4 because it might kill some other people. But doesn't that strike you as rather extreme? That's, that's why 
all of you that listen to my voice, listen, we don't want to get stuck on that hamster wheel. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that extreme left alone. So I meet people all the time. I, in fact, I had a sweet, dear woman drive all the way from California to meet me in Dallas to spend a better part of the day talking to me about money. She had taken my courses and uh, really wanted to ask questions. And when I met her, fairly soon she said to me, you know, for 20 years I have lived in the world of just not quite enough. And I haven't enjoyed my life for 20 years. Whoa. Well, I wanted to give her the best I could. So one of the things that I wanted to explain to her is that money is deceitful. And if you'll turn in your trusty Bible to Mark 419 or on your phone, wherever your Bible is, and it talks about the deceitfulness of riches, uh, the worries of this world and the cares for other things. And so uh, we don't want to be deceived into thinking the more we have that we got by running on the hamster wheel, the better off our lives will be. Because so often we get trapped in the hamster wheel. In that never-ending chase, I talked to a really sharp uh, person today and... and, uh, she said to me, she looked at me and just said, I'm so ready to get off the hamster wheel because I'm so tired of needing more to have enough. So how is God going to supply that for us if it's not through the hamster wheel? Well, number one, the hamster wheel, how's it working for you, as Dr. Phil says? How's that working for you? In Proverbs, Solomon said it's a blessing of the Lord that makes someone rich. Think of that. And how would you know they're mobsters that are rich? I mean, there are plenty of business people that are rich that could care less about the Lord because he makes, why? Because he makes the sun rise on the just and the unjust. But if God blesses you with wealth through favor, through blessings, through promises, through his outrageous generosity. Uh, it's the character of any father to want to provide for their children. And it's certainly God's character. His nature is generous. My experience in life is that God's timing is, is his favor. And when he blesses, well, now you're in the right place. Doesn't mean you don't have to work, but you mean it means he gives you the power to make wealth. So let me finish my thought about Solomon. Solomon said, it's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And then so I asked the question, well, how would you know that it was God's blessing in particular? And then Solomon says, you'll know three, four ways. That the blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow, no hurt, no harm, no pain, no harsh toil. Wow, 
Now, that, to me, that's so exciting. Think of that. That when God brings blessings, the blessing of provision to you, the providence of overflow to you, you won't be worn out. You won't have a stressed out marriage. Life will make sense. And in my opinion, you'll find happiness there. So last thought for today is that where his finger points, I hope I've said this before, but where his finger points, his hand provides. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Say, Lord, am I supposed to do this or that? Please just show me the path. It says that he, he's our guide, right? Where on this path do I go? And where his finger points, his hand will always provide for you. And that's not an opinion. That's my experience. But the scripture also says the th same thing I just read you. It's a blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And it comes with peace and overflow and no harsh toil, no pain, no, uh, no unsettled home. It comes with peace. Well, I hope. That encourages you. I know you're going to want me to talk more sometime soon about, well, how do you know where his finger points? <laughs> well, the first thing is you need to want to know. And the second thing is you need to be willing to ask. And then you might not be clear enough. You need to, you need to seek, don't you? And it shall be shown to you. You need to knock and the door shall be opened. There's no reason to make this complicated. You do the same thing to a college guidance counselor. What am I best at doing? Well, why not ask the Lord? Ask, seek, and knock. Well, it's not so complex. I've enjoyed being with you. I hope these words help you. I want to help you, those of you that are in struggles, those of you that are confused, not clear, those of you that are prosperous but don't know if it's the Lord or not, you don't know whose money it is. We talked about that last podcast. It's 100% his. That's whose money it is. Go, Please go re-listen to that podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a blessing to be your friend, and I hope I can save you 10 years of wilderness wandering. Until next time, this is Rob Saunders, your Wealth Codes Coach.